0: Come on and give the Lord some praise. How many know all of our help comes from the Lord? It comes from the Lord. Amen. Can we give God praise for our young people as they come down? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. chapter 14 Numbers chapter 14 we're moving swiftly into the word uh, of the Lord. Numbers chapter 14 starting uh, Numbers chapter 14 starting at verse 36 we'll begin reading there and we'll read um, probably down to verse 45 we'll read all of that. Once you find it, those of you who are able, we ask you to stand in reverence to the reading of God's word. Amen. Numbers chapter 14, beginning at verse 36. And the word of the Lord reads, And the men which Moses sent to search the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him, By bringing up a slander upon the land, even those men that did bring up the evil report of the land died by the plague before the Lord. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the lands, lived still. And Moses told these sayings unto all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. And they rose up early in the morning and got them up into the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and we will go up unto the place which the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned. And Moses said, Wherefore now do ye transgress the commandment of the Lord? But it shall not prosper go not up for the Lord is is not among you that ye be not smitten before your enemies for the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you and ye shall fall by the sword because ye are turned away from the Lord therefore the Lord will not be with you but they presume to go up unto the hilltop. Nevertheless, the ark of the covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp. Then the Amalekites came down and the Canaanites, which dwelt in that hill, and smote them and discomfited them even unto Hormah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I just want to uh, put a subject on this uh, text. There, there are just so many ways that I could go and there are so many things in the, in the text to be lifted from it. But I want to use for a subject, it pays to obey God. It Pays to obey God. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anticipating a whole lot of shouts today. It's a matter of fact <clears throat> there might be fewer people to come up and shake my hand after the service is over. But nevertheless, the word of the Lord has to be delivered. Amen. Whatever he says, speak. Then you have to speak those things. God God began to deal with me even even on yesterday. Uh, And he gave this particular scripture to me and he said, I want you to deal with this Uh, because I've learned in my 20 plus years of preaching is that you have to deliver the the whole gospel. You have to preach all of God's word. Even that stuff that appears to be tough. And the truth be told, my brothers and sisters, I've preached stuff that I've had to try to move my own toes back. You can't preach around it. But you have to preach it. As the Lord directs. As he leads and as he guides. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that can be pulled out of the text from a church perspective. Also from a personal perspective. Even in our personal lives. we We can see the benefits that we can attain by doing things God's way in our personal lives. How many? How many know when you do it God's way, you don't have to worry. If you do things God's way, in the Ten Commandments, He said, "Thou shalt not commit adultery." If you don't commit adultery, you ain't got to worry about no disease. Y'all ought to help me preach in here today. If you do it his way, he'll bless you. If you do it his way, he will prosper your life. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 19, the Lord, it is written, it says, he said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. All that means is that God will bless you. Amen. For your obedience. Amen. But in this text, in this text, it deals with, and I, I know I started reading at verse 36, but you have to go back even to the previous chapter to, to understand all that was going on. Uh, uh, and, and that led up to this particular verse that we have started reading at. God had promised the nation of Israel a land flowing with milk and honey. You know the nation of Israel. I'm talking about the ones that had been held captive in the land of Egypt for over 400 years. And they cried unto God and they prayed unto God for deliverance. And God sent them after he let them suffer under the hand of Pharaoh for hundreds of years. God eventually sent them a deliverer in the person of Moses. And y'all know the story, anybody know anything about about the, the history of, 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 of the nation of Israel, uh, isn't it amazing how sometime, watch this, uh, God sent them a deliverer, but the very deliverer they sent him, they fought Moses. Right. I wish I had more help tonight. Well, Lord, I understand you told me the amens would be low this morning, but. Isn't it amazing how we fight the very help that God sends? Their desire was to go into the promised land. And God's desire for them was to bring them into the promised land. But the nation of Israel often, amen, would turn against God. They would often go contrary to what the will of God was for them. And I'm not just preaching this from a church perspective, but how many know that even in our personal lives, if you go contrary to God's will, you cannot expect to reap, amen, the harvest that God has in store for you. Tell somebody, you got to stay the course. You got to stay the course that God has set and that God has ordained in order for you to enter into the land of promise. What am I saying? We cannot walk in rebellion towards God. That's right. And still expect the blessings of God to just flow, 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 flow. It's not going to happen. But nevertheless, to make this story a little bit shorter. God had Moses to send some men to spy. In other words, to. To, to peep over into the land of Canaan yeah, yeah. to check it out and, 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 and see what it's all about and, and Moses sent these spies over to look into the land of Canaan yeah. but when they looked over there they saw giants yeah great big folk amen that they that they could not even measure up to when it from a natural perspective but but watch this isn't anybody know that even when God has a land promised for you how many know that sometimes there are some things that you're gonna have to deal with in order to enter into the land yeah you're not gonna just be able to just walk up in there but how many know you got to deal with some giants Uh, somebody come on I feel a little preach come on in me I said, you got to deal with some giants before you can enter into the land. And I'm not just talking about no natural giants, but God just told me that some of us have some giants in our personal life. We got some giants that we need need to deal with, amen, even in our personal lives. You got to deal with the giants. now watch this. When these men were sent, some of them, when they were sent, they, they, they came back with a negative report. Mm-hmm. See, the Lord told Moses, he said, he said, I want you to send some men out there that they may search out the land of Canaan which I'm going to give the children of Israel and every tribe of their fathers. You need to send a, a, a representative from every tribe, everyone, a ruler amongst them. Now now watch this. Uh, they, 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 they were sent into the land, but when they looked over there and when they came back with the report, I, I, I want you to <laughs> those folk that came back with the negative report they were naysayers yeah yeah But Caleb watch this when they went when they went uh, 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 to spy the land Caleb said unto the people let us go up at once. Because we are well able to overcome. All right. But the negative the negative men, they brought back a report and their report was no, we can't do it. Uh-huh. When they searched out the land, they looked through it and 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 they said we can't we can't we can't do this and and and, and they saw that there were giants the son of Anak were there and and, 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 and and they looked at uh, uh, the stature of those individuals and they said we can't do it. Yeah. But Caleb had a different report. Mm-hmm. But now watch this. Not only did those men say that we can't do it. The ones that brought back the negative report. But my brothers and my sisters. I want you to understand what they did. They stirred the people. They stirred the people to murmur. Against Moses. They were able to take the land. Uh-huh. According to Caleb's report. But the evil report comes back from the men who said we can't do it and they began to to stir up strife. Yeah. Best way I can put it, they they, they they were they were they were messy. They they, they got real messy with it and uh-huh. And the congregation began to murmur against Moses. Watch this. Based on the report of the men who were the naysayers. Don't that sound like church folks? To murmur, and they begin to complain. They begin to to murmur against Moses, based on the report they received from the naysayers. They allowed. Watch this. They allowed themselves to go into a state of murmuring. And the word says in verse 36, the men which Moses sent to search the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land. Even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died by the plague before the Lord. Let me, let me, let me, let me say this: You got to be careful who you allow to influence you. Say, say, say. You're right. I said, I said, you got to be careful who you allow to influence you. I've learned this even as a preacher. You got to be careful who you listen to. You're right. You're right. You're right. you to be right about it. The people they allowed themselves. To go into a mur- a murmuring state against Moses. Watch this. Let's just back up to verse 1. I, I want to walk, walk some of this down. It says, all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. Watch this. Who is Moses and Aaron? They are the leaders. That's right. They were God's chosen leaders. And so watch this. The people begin to murmur against Moses and Aaron and the whole congregation. Said unto them, would God that we had died. We wish we would have died in the land of Egypt. Or would God we had died in this wilderness. In other words, that's our preference. We wish we would... We wish we were dead, but guess what? They, some of them, a lot of them, got what they were asking oh, for. Yeah, that's right. And they begin to murmur. They begin to complain, and, and 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 watch what they said in verse three and four. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword? that our wives and our children should be a prey were it not better for us to return into Egypt watch this they're insulting god that's right that's right they have the nerve to say uh, this kind of stuff that 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 they thought god was just going to turn his head Woo. and ignore Amen. but can i tell you that god is always listening yes he is. They thought, they thought, they thought that they were going to be able to speak these things and nothing be done about it. But watch this. They said one to another, Let us make a captain. In other words, let's get us another leader. Now, watch this. Now, they are murmuring against the leader that God gave them. And they have taken it upon themselves. We're going to get another leader. Yeah. They said, we're going to get a, we're going to get another captain. That's what captain is, a leader. Yeah. And see really they wanted one that they could bend and Control. and tell what to do and Yeah, yeah. Control And they said jump and he said how high. Uh-huh. You know, and all yeah. that all that, right. that stuff like that. Right. Oh, yeah. Control. That 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 they said they said they said we're gonna get another captain. We yeah. we We'll get another captain, watch this, watch this and, 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 and they said And then we're going to go back To Egypt Watch this They wanted a leader That was going to take them backwards Because backwards is where They really wanted to be They wanted to be back Where they were But leaders are not called, watch this, God's call, God's leaders are not called to go backwards. But the call is always higher and forward. Woo! hard preaching, but but I got tough skin. (laughs) They wanted a leader that would take them back. Well, my goodness, if you wanted to go back, or well, you didn't even need a leader for that. You knew All how to get right. back to Egypt. Yeah, yeah. But you need a leader to lead you in places you hadn't been yet. All right. mm, they could have got a compass uh-huh. and found their, <laughs> their way back to Egypt. Come yeah. on, somebody. Good they lot. didn't need a leader for that. a leader to go backwards but you sure need one to go forward in order to enter into the promised land that God has prepared when I look at the text today this text in verse 4 represents over 90% of churches today said one to another let us make a captain and let us return unto Egypt. That one verse represents over 90% of the attitude that most churches in America have today. A lot of them really don't want no pastor, they just want a preacher. they, watch this, they wanted a leader that they chose. And then they had interest in going back. Watch this. As hard as it was They got a promised land waiting on them where everything is already prepared. Their hard labor days would be behind them. Working for a little of nothing. Come on somebody, just working for food. As a matter of fact, if you read on the history of the, uh, the nation of Israel, they were more interested in leeks and onions. Than they were the promised land. Yeah. That's right. going, back. going back. And unfortunately a lot of churches in America. Are the same way. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the promised land. That God has prepared. A lot of them are more interested. In going back. Mm-hmm. To what he. Used Use to be. To be. Mm. Uh, you walking. You walking. I really can preach better than visitors. I can preach better than this. What I'm preaching right now, but 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 <laughs> but, but, but this just a sermon for the day And a lot of churches unfortunately never tap into the greater that God has for them because their interest is more in going back rather than going forward. Talking to a fellow one time, you know, talking about going back. I said, That's I said, okay. Well, where, where you want to go back? Let's just go back all the way then. Let's go back in the cotton field. Let's, 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 let's go back. Come on, let's go back all the way. Come on, somebody. Don't drive that Cadillac like to church next Sunday. Let's go back all the way. Walk, walk the church. Let's go all the way back. But watch this. God is interested in bringing them forward. Interested in going backwards wow. to Egypt, mm. and believe it or not, Egypt was not a pleasant place. That's right. Yeah. That was bondage. They wound up a hard taskmaster. Yeah. Had to do hard labor. Right. Wouldn't even get paid, and if they got anything, it wouldn't be much of nothing. Yeah. But they were interested in going back. So they said, let's take, let's get a leader that will take us back to the familiar. Lord have mercy. Let me go ahead and walk through this. And notice what Moses and Aaron did. I'm in verse 5 of chapter 14. Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh uh, which were of them that searched the land rent their clothes. They tore their clothes and they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel. They spoke to the congregation saying the land which we passed through to search it It is an exceeding good land. Watch the progression of the text. The people are mad with the pastor and the assistant pastor. Moses is the pastor, if you will. And Aaron is his assistant. The folks that, watch this, the folks are mad with the pastor and the assistant pastor, but watch this, I don't know exactly what Caleb's position was, but let me just say, uh, one of the deacons stood up. in the congregation spoke up against all the other ones that were mad with the pastor and the assistant pastor and they told him listen y'all need to follow him because listen this land we searched it out for ourselves and it is a good land regardless to what the naysayers are saying Caleb said, yeah, 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 yeah. The naysayers brought y'all a negative report, but I have seen this land with my own eyes. And it's a good land. It's a good land. Let me say this. I don't know where the Lord taking me, Lord Jesus. I'm just, I'm just I'm just going on a trip. <laughs> watch this when it comes to the church moving forward and growing and entering into all that God has for the church I'm speaking from a church perspective now you've got to have some Caleb's You got to have some Calebs. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about y'all know what I mean, right? You got to have those folks that are willing to stand up and say, hey, this is is the way that we need to go. They were talking about going backwards, but Caleb said, hey, we need to be going forward into the land of promise because it's a good land. The naysayers have poisoned y'all's mind. And have gotten you, have led you to believe that the land ain't no good. That it's not good. That we can't take the land. Mm. <sighs> Gotta have some Caleb's. My God. Mm. Even in our personal life, we need some Calebs. I'm talking about we need some folks speaking into our lives, speaking into our ears, speaking into our spirits and say hey, you can live righteously. You can do this. You can do it. You can do it. You can obey God's word. You don't don't have to sell out to ungodliness or unrighteousness to try to get ahead in life. You can live according to God's will and still be prosperous in your life. You can do it. But the people in their mind their mind was filled with we can't. We can't. We can't. But Caleb combated the thoughts in their mind. And he spoke up. Y'all see that in verse 7? It says Caleb and Joshua they spoke up. Mm-hmm. Ah. Joshua and Caleb spoke up. Mm-hmm. And said we can do it. Yeah. We can take the land. Mm-hmm. And watch what they told them. Mm. And this ain't coming from the pastor. This deal the deacons talking. Oh, I'm just using that as, as my own imaginary illustration, okay? For all of the theological elites uh-huh. they said Joshua wasn't no deacon. But I, well, I, well, I'm using him as an analogy in my sermon today. Uh-huh. Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, they tore their clothes. Uh-huh. And watch what they did. They spoke to the people and said the land which we passed through to search it out, it is an exceeding good land. Watch this in verse 8. If the Lord delight in us, Uh then he will bring us into this land. Now that's a major point right there because a lot of folks want to come into the promised land but are not doing things that delight That God delights in. So uh, Joshua and Caleb was telling the people, listen, if the Lord is pleased with us. Surely he will bring us into this promised land. Uh How many know in order to get into the promised land, you got to make sure God is pleased with you. Come on, somebody in our personal life we should be striving to make sure God is pleased with us in the way that we talk we should be striving to make sure God is pleased with us in the way that we walk we should be striving to make sure that God is pleased with us after we leave the church building we should strive to live a life that is pleasing to God and the Bible said when a man's ways please God he'll make even his enemy." To be at peace with it. Right. Sometimes a lot of churches, believe it or not, I'm going back to the church. Sometimes the reason a lot of churches cannot grow and go into all that God has for them because God ain't pleased with them. All right, is right. stuff going on? within the church that God ain't pleased with and I'm a firm believer God won't bless a mess if things are not pleasing to God you won't be able to enter into the land that he has for you watch this Joshua and Caleb said, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which floweth with milk and honey. Let me move on. He says, they says, only rebel not ye against the Lord. See. Tell your neighbor, don't be no rebel he got a lot of rebels in the church Reverend. don't be a rebel a rebel is it's, it's it's the same as one who rebels you cannot be a rebel you know what I learned though See, see, I didn't sing no song because that gave me 10, 15 more preaching minutes. Uh, that's why I didn't sing but before I got up. That, that, that gave me a little bit more time to preach. Uh, but, but you But you know what I've learned in my years of preaching and just being in ministry, now There are some open rebels. Uh That means that they rebel openly. Or you will know that they are not in sync or not in alignment with with what God is saying. But then you have some undercover Uh. rebels. They will act like everything is well and they'll act like that they are with you All right. you present the information oh yeah I think that'll be good right there and then they get with the other rebels and say I ain't with that either I ain't with that either and then they seek ways to destroy and to tear things down yeah but how many know you I or nobody else can rebel against God and win the Lord told Saul, it's hard to kick against the prick. And see, a lot of folk, believe it or not, they are rebelling against God and don't realize that they are. As a little boy, as a little boy, I don't have to deal with, with my stuff, but as a, as a little boy, I saw folks in the church. And I knew some stuff wasn't right. saw some folks in the church kick against everything the pastor brought forth everything God led him to do or try to do they, they always had a, a, a negative thing to say about it and not only did they have things negative to say about it they also did things to try to stop it and make sure that it wouldn't come into fruition People often tell me, and say, you so young to have all that knowledge. See, my eyes were wide open. I was just watching stuff. And see, I got big eyes, too, you know, and, 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 and I, I didn't miss nothing. I didn't say nothing, but I didn't miss nothing either. So I know church folk. I've been watching them since I was five years old. And in my heart, I'd be saying, now, that ain't right. You know, as a kid, that that ain't right then the pastor presents something and then the other folk and and then I saw some folk you know would be uh, uh, whatever they did would be based on uh, what they buddy did or didn't do you gonna support it good no I ain't supporting that Uh me either Pastor said, come to Bible study. You going good? No, I ain't going. I ain't, ain't going to go either. I ain't going to go either. <laughs> but people were just <laughs> people were, just had a rebellious heart. Yeah. And they thought they were rebelling against the pastor. But see, here's how how it shifts from the pastor to God. Because if God has led the pastor to do what he's doing or trying to do, and if you rebel against that, you will look at it as you're rebelling or not doing it for the pastor. But if God is the one that has ordered it to be done, it moves from you rebelling against the, the man of God, to you rebelling against God himself. God himself. That's right. And that's just the truth. Right. And now we'll forget I was a musician. I don't think I'm going to finish this today. But I'm not going to hold y'all to 130. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to let y'all. But, but, but you know what? I've had some rebellious people. Uh, to even come to me mm. as a musician. I used to be a minister of music, do the same thing Sister Watson does. Mm. That's how I know about so much. I know about choirs. You can't <laughs> tell me nothing about no choir. I know about choir folk. <laughs> and, in my, and in all of my, my years of being a minister of music, I discovered that most church mess starts in the choir. Not all of it. Not all of it. Not all of it. A whole lot of it. Lot of it. But I never will forget, I was, I was the minister of music, the pastor. They hired me to do that. And everywhere I went, every church that I played for, those, their music ministry skyrocketed after I got there. I'm not bragging, but just sharing. And the pastor had me in that place to do that job. But then after I started preaching, look at what the rebels did. They came to me, tapped me on my shoulder. Looked like he ought to let you preach. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He ought, he, ought, he ought to let you preach, he ought to let you preach. And I said, I, I, I said, well, you know, as a young man, God had given me much wisdom. And I, I said, Well, sister, I said, I said, well, if he never lets me preach, I'm still serving my purpose that, that God has me here for. If he never lets me preach, he is the preacher. Of this house, if he gives me an opportunity to to preach, I will preach. I'll be ready to preach, but I don't need no team of folks in this church going to the pastor. Time out! You ought to let Reverend Thompson preach. Uh I said, so I'm gonna stay in my place. Because the scriptures And then I put the scripture on them Because the scripture said it's better to be asked up Than to be asked down And another thing I always understood Is that if you're serving under a leader You ought to be supported Because what goes around comes around again Mm -hmm. If you can't support all the way Get out the way I refuse to serve in any capacity if I can't fully support the person I'm supposed to be serving under. Anybody that's serving in any position ought to be. A supporter. That's right. A full mm-hmm. supporter yeah, that's right. of the chief mm-hmm. leader. That's right. mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That's right. <laughs> it... it, 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 it am I making sense, yeah, makes sense. That's right. <laughs> uh-huh. what kind of team would any team be if you have people on the team working against the others they ain't going to win many games if any so they said to the people listen if you don't rebel against the Lord neither fear the people of the land for they are bread for us. In other words, we're going to eat them up. All right. Because God is with us. Yeah. And God is the one who makes the difference. That's right. God is the one that gives us the victory. Yeah. Let me move on. Let me move on. So we have to, he said, we have to come to that place. Joshua and Caleb said we have to come to that place that we don't rebel against the Lord. And all he was telling them, all Joshua and Caleb was letting the people know is that if we cannot rebel against Moses and Aaron without rebelling against God. Yeah. That's, all he was, that's all they were trying to tell them. They were trying to tell the people, listen, if you rebel against Moses and you rebel against Aaron, it's just, you're just as good as rebelling against God. Yeah. A lot of folks don't want to hear that but it's the truth a lot of folks get talking about he ain't God (laughs) I sure ain't God and I'm glad I ain't God (laughs) don't want to hear all that I wouldn't want to hear all that that God have to hear Uh Uh and see a lot of folks use that as as an excuse not to do what they should do he ain't God mm-hmm. now when I started preaching this sermon I probably had about at least about seven folks that were going to shake my hand after the service is over but I may be down to about three now I may be down to about three all right, but I'm honoring the Lord and doing what he told me to do and this is not a throw-off, but one thing God told me, he says, the people have to be taught. Amen. And see, what you have to understand is that teaching is not always needful because you don't know, but sometimes you just need to be reminded of yes, stuff you've yes. already been taught. You're right. Anybody know anything about refresher courses? Oh, yeah. yes, oh. This is a refresher course. Uh-huh. Even doctors have to take refresher courses. And even as they take those courses, they they will make discoveries. Come on, somebody. Even educators, they have to take refresher courses. And so, Joshua and Caleb, they told the people, listen, if the Lord delights in us, if he's pleased with us, He'll give us the land. So the people's main objective should should have been to make sure that God would take delight in them. Now how is it that we ensure that God takes delight in in us, that that he's pleased with us? Is that we strive to do those things we know that are pleasing to him. Hmm? Husband, uh, 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 wife trying to please the husband with a with a good meal. She don't cook stuff that she know he don't like. If right. Right. he don't like sweet potatoes, she ain't gonna fix no sweet potatoes for him and put on his plate because she know. Amen. That that sweet potatoes is not his cup of tea. He don't like that. So if she's trying to please him with the meal that she prepares, she does things or prepares the foods that she knows he enjoys and he likes. Because right. she knows that if she fix something that he don't like, he'll eat around it and it's going to be left on the plate going to the garbage. So we should strive to do that which we know is pleasing to God then he will delight in us. Is that right? That's right? All right. Let me move on. Let me, because I'm trying to get back to where I started. He said, but all he said, he says, uh, uh, uh Joshua and Caleb says, there'll be bread for us. I'm in verse nine. Their defense is departed from them and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation, bade stone them with stone. Ooh. They wanted to they wanted to stone Moses and Aaron. See, see if they had killed Moses and Aaron then that, that would have been a good excuse. To about. You know, we need another leader now. We need another leader because they did. They did. When they the one killed them. Hmm watch this they wanted to stone them and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before the children of Israel and of course Moses began to intercede he began to pray to God on their behalf that God would not destroy them okay now let's get back into into verse uh, 36 the men that, that Moses sent the Bible says that Uh, that they led the people to murmur against uh, Moses by bringing up a slander upon the land, even those men that did bring up the evil report of the land died by the plague before the Lord. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the land, they still lived. Why did they live? Why did they live? Because of the report that they had. Watch this. They saw things you had. They were in the same crowd of men that were sent to spy out the land. But all the other ones had a negative report. But Joshua and Caleb saw things differently. They saw things differently and, 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 and the Bible says as a result, they lived and I'm going to tell you why the other ones died because they stirred the people. Yeah. Yeah. up against Moses and Aaron. That's why they died. Wow. But you know why uh, these boys lived, Joshua and Caleb lived? They weren't part of that. That's right. They wasn't part of it. they didn't take part in it but they stood up and they gave another report and they had a positive report i'm telling you you can't you can't take part in everything that's right that's right you can't take part in evil i'm 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 trying to help somebody you cannot take part in evil and expect God to keep turning His head like you ain't did nothing. Right. Because then you become a habitual sinner, meaning that it, it has become a habit. Just keep on doing it. Just keep on doing. It. And these men gave an evil report, and they and everyone that brought back an evil report. They died. Everyone that that, that 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 took part in in the people being stirred up against Moses and Aaron to murmur against them, they died. And see, this is this is just only one of many scriptures. That's one thing that I learned: is to always strive. <laughs> to do that which pleases God. Amen. Now it was one thing for them to come back with a report, but then it was something else for them to, uh, to stir the folks up. That's right. They stirred, the, <laughs> am I right, Reverend? They stirred the folks up. I know you're right. yeah. Watch this. Let me, let me, let me hasten. them. It says, And Moses told these sayings unto all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. And they rose up early in the morning and got them up into the top of the mountain saying, "Lo, we be here and we'll go up unto the place which the Lord hath promised for we have sinned. Now they're trying to get into the promised land. (laughs) But the very thing that they said, the very thing that they said, it's just crazy what they said. They said, we're going to go into the promised land for we have sinned. No, you have sinned, so you ain't going in right now. Watch this. They were of the persuasion that even though we've sinned, we're yeah, still going into the promised yeah, land. Yeah, Tell your neighbor not so. Not, 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 not so. It, it, it's, it's not going to happen. Believe it or not, a lot of people in this day and time have that same attitude that these folks had. They thought that they could still just go on and into into God's blessings and favor even though they had sinned yeah. and had not yet Repented. Say it, say it. See a lot of folk sin you know but everybody sins but how I many know you got to repent? Yeah. You're right. You got to repent if you, if you want to be saved you have to repent. And here they are talking about we going to go in to the promised land. For we have sinned, and watch what Moses said. Now, watch this. They ain't even consulted with Moses. Tell me what they're going to do. And Moses said, uh, "Where now do ye transgress the commandment of the Lord?" But it shall not prosper. He said, "You won't succeed." He said, "Because y'all in rebellion, and you're not going to prosper." In rebellion, a child that's rebellious to their parent, you will not prosper. In rebellion, you have to humble yourself, you have to repent. Come on, somebody. A church that's in rebellion will not prosper. Come on somebody, that's, that's the word of the law. Right. And Moses told the folk, y'all can, go, y'all can try to get up in there if you want to. Yeah. He said, but it ain't going to happen. You ain't going to do it without me. Yeah. And you won't do it without God. Sure but they attempted to go in, let me, let me let me go ahead and close this down because I'm not going to hoop today. Um, Moses said, wherefore now do you transgress the commandment of the Lord? But it shall not prosper, you will not succeed. He told them, he said, do not go up, for the Lord is not among you that ye be not smitten before your enemies. In other words, that you won't be killed. Moses told them, listen, don't y'all go up there. Don't go up there. But watch this. In, in the text, you will see that they are yet rebellious. Watch this. Moses tried to tell them something that was going to help them. All right. But they were so rebellious in their heart toward him that they would not listen. They did not want to hear it. Uh-huh. Ah. See now this is proof. This next, this next stuff that's coming up in this text is proof that they had rebellion in their heart. Because anytime somebody's trying to tell you something to help you and you steal. Don't take it to heart and you're still rebellious. You still choose to go your own way. You deserve just what you get. Oh, Lord. There was some folks. There are some people in, in jail right now. In prison right now. Not because they didn't have The proper guidance They even had Some, some of them even had people in their lives Trying to tell them Stop hanging with that crowd They had folks in their lives To tell them you don't need to run With this one, you don't need to run With that one, you don't need to go here You don't need to go there, you don't need to do this You don't need to do that But they thought that the person that was trying To help them was trying to hinder Them from having fun Y'all hear me? Yeah. Huh, huh. They couldn't hear mama. They couldn't hear daddy. They couldn't hear Aunt Sally Mae. But all they were trying to do was help them and spare them from suffering. Or from losing their life. Because there are some that are not only in jail but some are dead. Simply because they would not adhere. They would not listen. Now Moses could have, he could have just said, well, he, y'all just going on up there. Y'all going on up there. Y'all going on up there. But he tried to stop them. Which shows, watch this, that they were rebellious. He's trying to tell them something to help them. And even in that, they rebelled against him in not listening to what he said and in not following through with what he told them not to do. Watch this. They had their own mind made up. Let me, let me go. He told them, he said, he, he said, don't do it. The Lord ain't with you. Yeah, yeah. If the Lord ain't with you, mm. <laughs> leave it alone. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. If it ain't in God's will, don't do it. Don't do it. Come on. Come on. I've had churches to call me, want me to pastor, be the pastor, but if God ain't led me, mm-hmm. don't do it. Since I've been here, I've had calls for greater churches. But if God ain't said it, don't do it. You got to stay in the will of God and place, stay placed where He puts you You can't just move on your own. that's what I' that's what I'm trying to tell you. You can't just up and jump up jump and do stuff on your own if God ain't with you. If God has not ordained it, don't up, jump up and do it. what you' doing? Folks have jumped up and married folk. They ain't even supposed to marry. <laughs> Suffering right now. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Moved in a neighborhood. They weren't even supposed to move. And then now you're sandwiched between nosy and messy neighbors and hard to get along with neighbors. Sandwiched in between. One on the right, the other one on the left. If the Lord ain't said do it Come on somebody How many know you got to follow his lead And even though they had been rebellious God was still trying to save them By letting Moses speak to them And said don't go up there God ain't with you But you know how some folk You can't tell nothing Anybody know anybody You can't tell nothing Folks that know it all, come on somebody, you can't tell them nothing. I don't care what you say, they're going to do what they want to do. And Moses said, don't go up there, y'all going to be annihilated, you're going to be destroyed. But the folks had their own mind made up, we're going up there. I don't care what Moses said. I don't care what he said. So, I'm trying to close this and let you go. He said, he said don't go so that you won't be killed. Yes. So, so you won't be defeated. Don't even go. Save yourself the embarrassment. For the Amalekites, watch this, and the Canaanites are there before you. He told them this. He told them. Mm-hmm. And you shall fall by the sword. Uh-huh. He told them. And then he told them why. Because you are turned away from the Lord. Watch this. Anytime you turn away from the Lord, you will suffer defeat. Amen. You cannot win without God. That's right. That's right. Some folks get businesses and then they forget all about God. They turn away from God. Your business will not be successful without God. He told them y'all ain't going to win because you've turned away from God. Your heart is turned from God. God ain't with you right now. Therefore the Lord will not be with you he says. He says because your heart is because you turn turned away from the Lord. Watch this. I'm closing. But they presumed Y'all know what presume young folk presume mean they went on and did. Uh-huh. In spite of what Moses told them not to do, they went on and did it. Thinking that they were going to win. And some of them were just waiting to come back to Moses and say, ha, Nah, 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 we won and you said it wasn't going to happen. But they didn't realize that God was speaking through Moses. They thought they were gonna win. But the Bible said they presumed to go up to the hilltop. Nevertheless, watch this. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, the Ark of the Covenant represented the very presence of God. That's right. Young people, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, it was something that they carried. It was the ark that they carried. And, 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 and that was representative of the presence of God with them okay so now watch this the, the, the Bible said when they presumed to go up it says nevertheless the ark of the covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp meaning that Moses did not go neither did the ark of the covenant go with them If the Ark of the Covenant had gone with them, then that would be representative that the Lord was with them. But the mere fact that Moses did not go, he stayed where he was, and he did not allow them to take the Ark of the Covenant, it was a reminder to them, even while they were on their way, the Lord is not with you. See, you can't be turned away from God and they didn't expect God to be with you. Hey. Hmm. So the Ark of the Covenant was there. Moses was there. I can imagine as they were getting ready to go. Moses sat back, kicked his feet up in his recliner, <laughs> said, "Bring me some. Bring, bring me some tea. Bring me something to drink. Bring me something to drink." here they are going out there watch this without, without the presence of God and without their leader if the leader said don't go or we're not going they should have followed him They should have listened to him. Mm. Why? Because he was the leader. He told them what was going to happen. In layman's term, he said, y'all going to get y'all's rear end told. (laughs) (laughs) He told them. But they didn't hear him. And let's see what happened. It says they presumed to go up until the hilltop, and Moses didn't go. The Ark of the Covenant didn't go. Then it says, "Then the Amalekites came down, and the Canaanites, which dwelt in that hill, and smote them. They were killed. That was smote means they were killed." Smoked them, watch this, and discomfited them, meaning defeated them, even unto Hoamah. That could have, that story could have gone differently Uh if they had listened. If They had followed their leader. If they had not been rebellious, the story would have gone differently. And can I tell you the last thing by the choices, they went up to fight by choice. The choices we make determine our destiny. Whether they be good or bad, godly or ungodly, the choices we make determine our destiny. And the moral of this whole thing is walk in agreement Mm -hmm. with God. Don't rebel against God. But be in accord and harmony with God. There are so many lessons in this. Don't allow other people To mislead you and cause you to rebel against God. Because that's a lot of folks' problem is that they are influenced by others to go the wrong way. But just know that to not rebel against God, there is a reward. And then to rebel against him, Mm. there are consequences. Let us be in the number of those that do not rebel against God. And when we don't rebel, then God can take joy and delight in us. And he'll give us victory. I don't know about nobody else in here, but I want to walk in victory. I want to walk in victory in every area of my life. I want to walk in God's victory. And in order to do that, I can't walk in rebellion towards God. Would you stand to your feet? There, are, there may be someone here. There may be someone here that desires To be saved, we want to give you that opportunity to come. If you are out of the ark of safety, you want to be saved, will you come? I wouldn't let this opportunity pass me by. The Lord said, whosoever will, let him come. You ought to come today to receive Jesus and make him the Lord of your life. Will you come? Will you come? If there be one. You can come by letter candidate for baptism by Christian experience you can come under watch care the Lord said whosoever will let him come if that's you will you come if you want to be saved or if you want to make this church your church home this is your opportunity to come come to Jesus Jesus he's waiting on you today thank God for you all of our guests thank God for you we invite you to come again to worship with us amen as the spirit of the Lord leads you to come we want you to know that our hearts and our arms and doors are open to receive you in God's love here at Greater Union Baptist Church how, how many have been blessed through the word today amen, amen. praise the Lord amen amen Walk, walk in harmony with God. Amen. He'll bless you for doing so. Are there any other uh, uh, reports, any other things that we need to acknowledge? Any rehearsals this week, or anything? Uh, mass choir on Monday night. Okay, and mass choir on Monday. And mail chorus Tuesday. Okay, and the mail chorus will meet on Tuesday, so please be present. Thank you again for coming. We thank God for all of you. Remember all of our sick and shut-in members and all of those.